Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. And it's liftoff, everybody. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live, coming to you from a secret hideout in a state that is going to be left unidentified as Montana or something. I am here with my dear, 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 dear friends, and I'll introduce them in a minute. I'm in my sweatpants, and this is a good thing. I'm on vacation, but I'm, I'm so delighted to be with my buddies uh, out here at a, at a mini mansion that some people loaned to us. Let's start with a prayer, and uh, we'll come into the show. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your loving kindness, for the ways in which you are always at work, thinking about each of us in tender and particular ways, revealing to us your work as we need to know. Give us faith for the rest of it, that we would trust you, that you are about a good work at all times. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your providence with regard to all things, in particular with regard to Real Presence Radio and for the many souls, uh, for the many states that we are in, for the many souls who are able to listen, uh, those who already are abiding in friendship with you and those who are seeking as you are seeking them. We just ask for your blessing that those who would hear uh, the radio show would be touched that would be blessed, and that we would be drawn into the heart of your Son, whose glorious, beautiful, pierced, loving heart we celebrate all month long during June. We ask for your blessing and your presence among us. In Jesus' name, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I'm so glad to be with you today. I was with you on Thursday, uh, chatted to with you uh, about a good friend of mine. Uh, he got on for a couple minutes, Father Greg Heim, and he's back for more. Father Greg, say hello to us. Hello. It's great to be back with you. <laughs> Where are you th- from? Th- th- thankfully for a longer period of time this time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be, be a great. whole hour, everybody. Get ready. <laughs> Where are you from, so Father Heim? I, I come from the great and beautiful state of Wisconsin, southwest part of the state. Uh, I'm presently living in the city of Madison, but I grew up on a small dairy farm uh, not too far from... Uh, from the Mississippi River. Um, so, yeah, I ten, 10 years a priest and uh, grew up my whole life in uh, in Wisconsin. So You're not far from the Mississippi there? No. Wow, I don't know geography. The Mississippi starts in my diocese. Yeah. Wow. wow. And I was, a, I was a pastor of a parish called Lancaster, and you're from Lancaster. I am so from Lancaster. There are just things it. I'm finding out. We, we are meant for each other, man. This is great. <laughs> the river flows through. Yeah. From Minnesota down to Lancaster, Wisconsin. Wait a second. So I could just hop on a boat in my diocese and cruise on down. It would only take a couple of 
<laughs> long, long days. But yep, you could be there. Unbroken. You pick me up at the river? I'd pick you up. <laughs> oh, that's so good of you. So that's Father I'm from the Diocese of Madison. He's going to be with us for the whole hour. And another buddy of mine, Father Scott Pogachnik. Welcome, brother. Great to be with you guys. Speaking of Mississippi River, that's coming right through the Diocese of St. Cloud. <laughs> what? Where I hail from, yeah, right that's the great. cathedral, right right off the banks. And so, uh, Dude, I'll say hi on my way by. Uh, fantastic. So, you know, land of 10,000 lakes, just yes. great to be, uh, yeah, from a beautiful place and from a beautiful family of faith. And so, it's kind of what brings us here, really very much, is uh, people of faith who've prayed and formed and shaped and mm-hmm. uh, allowed us to grow into the individuals we're here and... Um, friendship we share in the priesthood and uh, just allowing that to flow out to so many of the people so yeah mississippi's a good analogy it's yeah been for a long time <laughs> all right so if i ride down i'll pick you up so, yeah right st cloud everybody who's listening if i accidentally just say greg or scott i don't mean any disrespect to their priestly office these are men that i've known for many 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 years i would try to call them very reverend i'm and very reverend pagachnik <laughs> to my, the best of my ability uh but i might just yell out some of the nicknames that i've called them for decades um so if i pick you up scotty well father pagachnik if i pick you up down in st cloud you'll ride down uh to lancaster and we'll meet father greg but then how do i get back do I just got to paddle back? I got to exercise or what? Yeah, something like that. You know people, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Private jet somewhere, you know? It gets you like blast off SpaceX, you know? Like, you know? <laughs> I got a better idea. How about Father I'm? How about you hop on the Mississippi Paddle Up and come say hi to me and then I'll... Yeah, that, that sounds like you've been a longer trip than coming down. <laughs> yeah, never mind. It's not going to work. All right, brothers and sisters, just to orient you to what's happening here, um, we usually have 20-minute uh, segments and whatnot, 30-minute uh, segments with bishops, which we will have in the second hour with Bishop uh, Cousins from the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. Uh, but this first hour, uh, because Father Pogachnik, Father Im, and myself are away on vacation, um, and we're celebrating 10 years of priesthood, we're all ordained within the same month, uh, back in 2010, we're just going to um, chat with each other, and uh, we're going to let you in on our conversation for the next hour, uh, just talking about priesthood, the beauty of the priesthood, um, and the beauty sometimes, sometimes there's trial in beauty, but we're just, the topic is the beauty of the priesthood for today, and we're just going to kind of walk through, what was it like getting to know each other in the seminary, what was it like, uh, you know, our first years as priests, what were, were some highlights uh, among the people of God over 10 years, what stands out after 10 years of, of priesthood as um, the great gift and mystery of, uh, of the ordained life uh, uh, to serve the Lord God. So that's what we're up to for the next many, 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 many minutes, and we're glad to be with you. So we're in um, the upper village of Big Sky, Montana, looking at a 12,000-foot mountain, uh, staying in a house that uh, some great, loving people that I know from back home uh, have generously uh, offered for me to share with priest friends uh, from time to time. And so this is the first time reaping that uh, that great fruit and benefit, and we've uh, we've had a couple other priests here. Uh, Father Mike Pratt was here uh, from Wednesday through Sunday. He just left, 
um, Bishop Austin Vetter, a priest formerly of Bismarck, North Dakota, who has since come out to Helena, Montana. This is his diocese. Uh, he came out with one of his great priests, Father Mark Lenneman, uh, and they were here for a couple days. Uh, maybe we'll just chat about how awesome that was. And then Father Pogachnik uh, from St. Cloud arrived on Sunday, and, um, and then we've just been together for these days, and we'll stay until Thursday. So anyway, that's that. Maybe we'll just start right there with uh, how great it is just to reconnect with the brothers and uh, to see to see Bishop Vetter here. Uh, you know, this guy that we knew as a priest, and now he's a bishop, and we see him as a bishop. I mean, he's a bishop, mm-hmm. uh, but there's something that lingers from before of, well, I knew him when he wasn't a bishop, you know? So what was that like, just reconnecting with him or just getting here anyway, guys? Father Scott, how Yeah, about? certainly the fact that he's a bishop. You know, I think we've kind of known him along the way as a beautiful spiritual father. He's been a formator of our, ours in the seminary in different capacities. Uh, and I think very much of like, you know, and Jesus would send the disciples out. You know, they would go out and do their good work. And then to come back, to come back together, to share the stories from the mission fields, uh, to have him just share stories, not just from being a bishop, right, but being, from being a spiritual father for so many decades, uh, just pouring his humor, pouring his wisdom into us, uh, just some great conversations. And uh, he's such a real man, yeah. first of all. You yeah. know, that's the thing. There's such an uh, authenticity and a reality to him. Uh, he doesn't shy away from difficult things in the church, and it's just mm-hmm. so beautiful, that apostolic spirit, yeah. so present in him, and so to kind of just absorb that, to receive that, to take that in, uh, really, yeah, just a beautiful, even from his you know day or so that he was here, was just a great joy. It was amazing. I mean, Father Iam, what'd you think? I mean, I was, it was just refreshing. Yeah, I mean, I um, certainly knew him when he was in seminary um, in Rome uh, as vocation director been over there uh, a bunch while he was uh, the head spiritual director, and everybody spoke very highly of him. Yeah. But um, in seminary, I had some very close friends from Bismarck Diocese, so I, mm. I'd gone out to Bismarck and got to meet him before he even became the head spiritual director at the seminary. Sure. Um, and so, just we've had numerous opportunities, you know, to uh, just sit down um, and hang out as brother priests. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you guys experience this, but in general, you know, there, there's something about the brotherhood of priesthood that binds us, which is always beautiful and uplifting. But there's something about an apostle, a bishop being present, especially one that you know, love, trust, believe. <laughs> they just bring something special something unique, you know, and um, I certainly felt that uh, with, um, with Bishop Vetter, um, what, a, what a great gift, um, and he, he, he carries an authority that we don't have, um, and, um, and yet you can, <laughs> he's still a brother priest, yeah. you know, in so many ways, and yeah. he, uh, he, uh, he's so easy to be around, yeah. that uh, it's easy to see him as a, as a brother priest, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just thinking on like so many times in my life, I will stroll into a room just casually, and people will say something about that towards me. They're like, "Yeah, but like you're you're a priest, mm-hmm. and you just you're carrying something, and it's just it's here." And I'm just like, "Yeah, but I just, I'm just hanging out, you know." Right. But there's just something in the person through the ordination, right? And so, as priests, uh, we don't recognize it always, but don't always honor it with each other. I mean, because we, we're priests among priests, I guess. Yeah, things happen but um but when he when he came into the room it was it was sort of similar to how i think a lot of people experience let's say myself or other priests coming into the room it's like well i know you 
I, I care about you, all the things you're saying, but there's a there's something different here. There's some mm-hmm. there's some gravitas. Right. There's some authority here. Right. And so like even when he's just messing around, he's just having a good time. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pay more attention to you having that good time uh, because you're you're something. I mean, right. you're like, you know, you're, you're bishop. You're okay. successor of the apostles. And so even when he's just saying, oh, here's what I think. It's like, well, you're thinking that as a bishop, though, you know? Right. So it was just, it was marvelous. I, it was so refreshing. Yeah. Um, and maybe some of it is because I've, I feel like I've known him. Uh, but maybe some of it is he's he just is going to approach his episcopacy and in his way, which is his way. Uh, and it's just going to be a little bit different and, and really, really lovely. So it was great to have him here. He celebrated Mass. We're all together celebrating Mass every day and praying. Um, and we got up and we all celebrated Holy Mass together and he blessed the house. And it was just really, it was really special to have him here. Yeah. And then him bringing Father Mark Letterman, uh, who I think for the three of us, he stood out in uh, seminary as uh, a model uh, of what it meant to be a good seminarian. Uh, what it meant to be a, a g- good young priest. Um, I haven't seen him in years. Um, mm. And so it's one of those things where um, the moment you see him, all the <laughs> all the joy and stuff of, uh, you know, the, the great memories of uh, years past just kind of come flooding back and you're able to kind of catch up and just really take off from where you left off um, yeah. with deep uh, respect and trust and appreciation well i really enjoyed uh chatting with him because when we went to the seminary we are in our first year in rome and he's in his we were in our first and beginning year he's in his fifth year and final year and he was a priest Mm -hmm. and we were first year you know beginning seminarians and so who are we going to look up to we're going to look up to the people who are above us and who more than the guys who have made it through the journey all the way you made it to the priesthood yeah you arrived you know um but it's just the beginning at that point but uh, and and to go back now and to we were reflecting with him about how we looked up to him and we saw him as such a model and then there were other guys that weren't as inspiring as even some of the guys like i don't really want to talk to that guy at all you know, and when, like, but then we're just first-year seminarians, and we don't know. And he's like, "No, you guys, that was about right." You know, like there were some guys that just, you know, something was wrong inside their heart, or they're a little bitter about life, whatever the thing was. You know, mm-hmm. so it was just great to kind of hear that from him because I mean, I perceived it as a first-year seminarian, but I didn't know what I was up to. I didn't know what I was doing. So when he was just responding, it was it was really great, Father Scott. You and I played a lot of sports. Well, probably Father you too, but uh, we played a lot of sports with Lenham in that first year right. as well, right? Amen. Yeah, I mean, he was like a. I mean, you come to realize after a while at, at the North American College that you know a lot of talented guys, and but guys who draw you into that friendship, who draw you into the fraternity, and so he was. Yeah, they t- take us under the kind of take us under their wing, uh, things like that. And uh, Father Mark, yeah, I was a all state basketball player right when he was growing up, and. So yeah, he would display his skills and use use the beauty of sport, use the the gifts they have to communicate the gospel. You yeah. know, communicate friendship, communicate Christ. You're like, wow, like we can keep doing these things we've always loved our whole lives, and we yes. can just baptize them. We can kind of elevate them to the state of supernatural grace, and that's a beautiful yes. thing. And, I remember uh, watching him. Uh, I would be my window overlooked the sports field, and I would I would look out, and him and a couple other guys might be out there, just not playing five on five basketball, but just like one person out there, just shooting hundreds of three pointers, and like watching most of them go in perfect. I was like, 
I feel like I'm out of college watching the guys work out or something. Like, it was amazing to watch. And, he's br- and he brought that back. Once he was ordained, he brought that back. And he's playing with all the college athletes. And they're like, what? This guy's got a better three-point percentage than us. <laughs> you know, so just, the natural gifts of the Lord just brought up into the, into the priestly life, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. G- gentlemen, we have so many things we could talk about today. Um, what do we want to start with? We talked about Bishop Better. We talked about kind of getting to know each other at the seminary. Um, Maybe just a little bit about that seminary experience, and then we'll jump in and we'll take a little break and then talk about some other things. But seminary, we arrived 2006 in Rome, uh, Father Scott from St. Cloud. You came from uh, St. Paul Seminary. Mm-hmm. And Father Greg Eim uh, from Madison, Wisconsin, coming from a college seminary, uh, Immaculate Heart of Mary in Winona. Uh, and then uh, I came from Cardinal Mench Seminary in Fargo, North Dakota. So we didn't necessarily know each other before that, but we're all part of this class coming over to Rome in 2006, um, 50 plus guys uh, from all over the United States now studying in Rome. And I mean, my experience of that was I've never been outside the country. Uh, I grew up on a farm. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> like these, I don't, I don't know these guys. I, I'm, I'm a pretty trusting person, so I'm going to open myself up to them. But like, I have no idea what they're, did they go to a seminary like mine? I don't know. Uh, and it seemed like everybody was really smart and really talented. And I'm like, do I look like a bonehead? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have any of them. My eyes are just like glazed over because like, whoa, look at that massive church. Oh, look at that massive church. Oh, look at that Colosseum. Oh, you know, it just went on and on for the first six months. My eye, I was just like, I felt like it was glazed over. Mm-hmm. I, what was it like for you guys? I mean, a lot of similar things, right? Coming from a small town, little town of Avon, you know, and it's like you go there and college, get a degree. So I was a couple of years older than you guys, so I'd probably had... Still are. There you go. Still are. (laughs) Let me tell you, people, he looks it. That's good. That's what what brothers tell you, right? They're they're honest with you. But heading on over was just a a great joy in the sense of... um, yeah, really being um, in awe of the beauty of that city, the story of the city of Rome. You know, like the thing Peter and Paul are both buried here. Like, what, like what's going on? And so I think there's a honeymoon effect. You're overwhelmed by just the gravity of Rome. Yeah. So you get lost in the beauty, and then you get lost in the city. You know, and then you're trying to find your way through because you're walking to class, but it's a mile, and you're like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of streets here. They all look the same. I, yeah. So I think that and none you, of them are straight. None right? of them are straight. <laughs> right. So it's just like you go from kind of maybe the honeymoon effect to say, okay, I've I've been called here. I've been chosen to be here, Lord. Do your work in me because I'm overwhelmed. I mean, there's yeah. moments in which Rome is just so big, and you're like, yeah. I'm so little, and that's a good lesson mm-hmm. to learn. Um, but you need your brothers to get you through that. And so that's what I'm kind of grateful for here is like to reminisce about, wow, Lord, you brought us through that. You brought companions to our side to get us through and get drawn into this, the joy of the priesthood. So uh, grateful for those days. Yeah, I, I, I concur with everything that was said. I mean, it was, uh, it was overwhelming. Um, I never dreamt in a million years that I would be sent from small town in Winona, Minnesota, seminary to a large city, international, with a ton of guys. I had no idea who, who they were. Or whatever. But uh, kind of like you guys were saying, the, the fraternity uh, was huge. Um, but I think the Lord also in that uh, poverty, the Lord did such a beautiful uh, job of just you know drawing us deeper into his heart. You know, as Father Vasek, as you uh, mentioned in your opening prayer, but... Um, yeah, it, it was a grace grace time, you know, to uh, to be in Rome with a bunch of guys 
and uh, growing together. I think a lot of us were all in kind of the same boat, you know, and trying to figure it out. So doing that together as, uh, as seminarians was, oh, no. uh, was a gift. Really was, so. really was, and uh, as we'll talk later in the show now, uh, just the trust that was built there, and uh, the safety of friendship and all of that that uh, that we're experiencing now, ten years ordained, you know, so sixteen years later. So, uh, brothers and sisters, this is Father Vosick, your host, Real Presence Live. I'm with Father Scott Pagachnik from the Diocese of St. Cloud, and Father Greg I'm from the Diocese of Madison, Wisconsin, and we are going to take a quick break and come back and dive into uh, the stories of the first ten years of priesthood. What is it like? Uh, for priests in that in that journey as we're as we're reflecting in this mountain getaway. So stay with us. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. Real presence live. Stay with us. There's more real presence live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mm-hmm. 